0: and welcome to our podcast cardiff university's lgbtq student voices today we're going to be talking about lgbtq history month what it means to us and why it's important but first uh, who are we i'm talking to jamie and elliot hi i'm jamie my pronouns are he they hi my name's elliot my pronouns are they them hi my name's is and my pronouns are she her so who are we? Uh, we are three of Cardiff University's well-being champions, which means we're students who've received health and well-being training to promote peer support, talk to students, uh, and lots of other things. Uh, our team is divided into four categories. So there's an undergraduate team, a postgraduate team, a black, Asian, and minority ethnic well-being team, and as well as us, the LGBTQ plus well champions. So what we do is we run lots of different activities events across campus, such as awareness weeks, stalls, um, coffee lounges, uh, trans-pacific support groups, uh, workshops that you can go to uh, for a range of different topics, uh, as well as writing articles about different key events or topics. But today we're here to talk to you on a podcast about LGBTQ plus History Month. Um, Before we start, we'll quickly tell you some more about the services available throughout the university to help you with your mental and physical well-being. So the health and wellbeing section of the student internet has a lot of information available, but I'll summarize it, some of it here for you. Um, Every student at Cardiff University will have access to self-help resources, which can be a great starting point for managing your health and wellbeing. But if you need a bit of extra support, um, the university can provide counselling and wellbeing appointments. If you'd like to talk to someone, or if that's a little bit intimidating, and you'd rather speak to a peer that's what we do uh, as well being champions and that's what we're here for so uh, for a bit more information check out the page on the student internet for more information and don't be afraid to reach out if you need to um so tell me a little bit more about what lgbtq history month is um, LGBT History Month takes place annually every February and,
1: is, uh, and was started in 2004 by Schools Out, which is an organisation that is working towards equality in education. Every year there's a new theme, but the overarching goal is to celebrate LGBT voices in history and remember those who have paved the way to where we are today.
0: Cool. So is there like a theme this year?
1: This year's theme is behind the lens. Its aim is to celebrate
2: LGBT voices in the media, whether that's film, TV and so on. Each day LGBTQ History Month shares new, amazing people who have contributed to the media from behind the lens, whether that's directors, cinematographers, animators, musicians. I think it's a great way that, to celebrate LGBT voices that may not have always been in the spotlight. LGBTQ History Month is sharing both voices from the past and those who are active now.
0: That's really cool. So is there anyone in particular who has been shared during the month that's particularly inspiring to you?
1: Yeah, for me, I think I'd have to choose Fox Fisher. They're um, currently a trans activist who uses their, own voice, their voice to empower young people and educate others on LGBT issues. He's recently written a book and LGBT History Month has shared them as someone inspiring and I couldn't agree more. Um, Fox Fisher himself has also been sharing lots of people within LGBT History Month who they find them inspiring and I think it's great to get more awareness out there.
0: Oh Jamie,
2: how about you? I find Russell T. Davis particularly inspiring, particularly as a lifelong Doctor Who fan. As the writer of It's a Sin and Queer as Folk, he's been particularly important in sharing accurate LGBTQ+ stories, as well as being outspoken about his experiences as a gay man. He has allowed LGBTQ+ people to feel seen in the media, as well as present the realities of being LGBTQ+ in empowering ways. His work on It's a Sin was instrumental in sharing what the HIV/AIDS epidemic was
1: like for the LGBTQ+ community.
0: Okay, so what does LGBTQ History Month mean to you?
1: Personally, I think it's really important to celebrate where we are, but also to remember where we've come from and to keep moving forward, as, as I feel like there's still a lot to do. Um, to me, LGBT History Month is vital and a great opportunity to keep using our voices to inspire, educate, reflect and create solidarity. And I love that it's a reminder that we've always been here, especially during, during such an unsettling time for LGBTQ. Um, people especially for trans people in the UK I think it's crucial to keep talking about our history and make sure it's not forgotten what about you Jimmy? For
2: me LGBTQ history month is a way for us to learn more about our history as well as celebrate our existence throughout time like Elliot I think it's really important to look back on where we came from and where we need to go in the future to keep making it a safe and welcoming place for all LGBTQ individuals especially at a time where trans rights feel so controversial Yeah,
0: so, like, I mean, it's a really difficult time to be trans and, you know, it's continuously a difficult time to be LGBTQ+. um, And the media doesn't help with that. So does does the media go for, like, an element of, you know, shock factor? um, And does that impact on people who are reading the news? Like, what effect does it have?
2: I think it definitely has an impact. I mean, the Times reported after the census came out that Britons between 16 and 24 are twice as likely to identify as trans, and knowing that that was being presented to a predominantly right-wing audience, it just comes across as fear-mongering. Whereas if you looked at the actual statistics, which were put much further on in the article, you see that like this increase is still incredibly small, even though it, they are twice as likely to identify as trans. But To a predominantly white, right-wing audience, that's going to look terrifying Mm -hmm. and it's going to frame us as more of a problem
1: when we just want to live like everyone else. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I feel like the way it's framed is quite, like, it's always quite negative and it's always for the shock factor, which I suppose is what headlines are for. But I do feel like it's very counterproductive and, like, it's frustrating when you feel like your existence is being, like, targeted or uh criticized or yeah
2: yeah it's also just tiring to see like your identities being used as like political f- like fodder like we are like people er- like everyone else like we shouldn't be used sort of as like a shock factor why can't we just
0: be yeah that's terrible i mean it's it's sort of using the word trans as as more like clickbait to get more clicks because you know there's always this sort of rhetoric that there's a takeover when that's not really the case at all um so is this a lot of the reason why lgbtq plus history month is still important um because you know you can have media reporting that you know it's it's not important anymore but when you see things like this it feels like it is
2: i definitely think it's still important i think the see positive articles or positive stories about LGBTQ people is such an important thing, especially for younger LGBTQ people, because you want to see yourself represented in the media and you want to see it done positively. You don't want to be constantly seeing negative stories about yourselves, your friends, your peers. You want to have positive experiences and positive stories shown about you so that you have hope for your own future and i think lgbtq history month is such an important thing for doing that we get to see all these amazing queer creators we get to see all these amazing things that have happened during history that lgbtq people have done and i think it's the best way forward to make sure that everybody knows that lgbtq plus people exist and can have good and happy lives
0: So do you guys think that the media in particular weaponizes language against trans people and the LGBTQ plus community? Cause there are some headlines that seem a little bit, um, aggressive or maybe condescending.
2: Yeah, I think it does. I think, you know, you see articles on the BBC saying warning of disastrous LGBTQ youth service cuts with disastrous in inverted commas. And you just wonder like, you know, where's the line between sort of like journalistic writing and then just sort of feeling slightly condescending. Like why do you need to put disastrous and inverted comments? You know, some people will argue that it's them quoting, but you know, as like LGBTQ people, it does just feel like they're questioning like the disastrous nature of it when it is a problem. So, you know, I think to some readers, it's going to come across as like, not taking it seriously it feels mocking i think
1: yeah definitely i've got one here as well that says spain approves divisive transgender bill um and i just kind of i think seeing spain approves divisive transgender bill
2: sort of shows that you know for such a good thing like you know approving a transgender bill is a good thing but you've immediately ruined that by putting divisive in the middle of it what's divisive about it why can't it just be spain approves transgender bill what's the need for making that sentence more negative like can't it just be left as a good thing we need more positive news at the minute why can't they just leave it
1: to be positive also i think especially the word "diver" uh, di- divisive and like relating to a transgender bill when realistically a transgender bill that is positive And brings positive change for trans people only affects trans people and it's not going to affect cisgender people in any way. Like they can still live their lives. Therefore, I feel like the word is just kind of unnecessary because it shouldn't well, maybe it is divisive, but it shouldn't be. Because what
2: I think it just I think it just sort of uses like trans identities as like a political football. It's like all these cis people debating the existence of trans people where trans people are just sort of sat in the middle going, like, can we have rights, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That would be
0: awesome. So, like, I know the organisation Stonewall exists, uh, and Stonewall has been trying its best to, like, combat um, negative views of trans people. Uh, what are some of the sort of facts and statistics that they put out recently?
2: Well, two thirds, which is 64% of LGBTQ plus people have experienced anti-LGBTQ plus violence or abuse, which is a shocking statistic. Mm, Yeah,
1: I think that in itself can show you why it's so important that we're talking about LGBT people and our history and making sure it's celebrated and remembered. Um, also in education 42% of LGBT school pupils have been bullied in the past year which is double to their non-LGBT peers which I think is a horrible statistic and obviously educating and spreading awareness is going gonna, is gonna to help reduce that. I think normalising like LGBTQ plus identities within school
2: environments I think it needs to be acknowledged that being LGBTQ+ plus doesn't change you fundamentally you're the same as the rest of your peers it's just part of your identity and i think normalizing it and making that just another thing another part of somebody rather than this like fundamental difference and showing children from like younger ages that it is just fine and normal will really help with that
0: yeah i agree so like uh what sort of initiatives in future what sort of um things are going on uh within the lgbtq plus community and within the wider world that maybe make you feel a bit more hopeful for the future
1: well wales have just launched uh well are trying to launch an aim to make it easier for transgender people to change their gender in wales um quite similar to the the scottish bill that was attempted to be passed recently um and even though that government in England blocks it. I think it's still quite hopeful that it's been talked about in both Wales and Scotland and that maybe in the future it's something that could be implemented to you know make people's lives a little bit easier. Yeah I agree.
2: I think also just seeing like so many more countries around the world legalising gay marriage, furthering trans rights, furthering like the rights of all LGBTQ plus people is just it shows that things are progressing, it is getting better, but there's still so much work to be done. So I think especially like during LGBTQ keepers history month, like seeing all these things is an amazing thing, but we also need to look back at where we've come from and how much work we still
1: need to do. Mm. I think it's a really good reminder of like where we're, where we're going as well,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, I suppose, so there are people listening who might be thinking, I don't know. Are there any things out there to help me? Um, could I... Is there any particular media that I could see myself represented in? And I was wondering if you, like, had any suggestions for somebody listening?
2: I think Sex Education on Netflix is a good start. Oh, I love that It's one. such a diverse <laughs> show and it shows so many different identities and it just normalises so many identities too. So I think
1: there's almost something for everyone, I feel like. Yeah,
2: it's it's a really good way of just sort of showing what life is really like. It doesn't sort of take one group of people and only show them. It just shows so many different people in so many situations. And it's hilarious. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I think it's quite nice that like the mainstream media are kind of starting to incorporate more LGBT identities within their like characters.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Obviously I would say this, but I think like big shows and big franchises like, like Doctor Who and even like soaps like Coronation Street are starting to bring LGBTQ plus characters into their everyday writing and it's not something that's seen as abnormal anymore, it's just a, it's a story that can happen and it's a story that can develop organically um, and I think for me that's particularly like, heartening to see yeah
2: i i think it's also important to see that like kids shows like on cbbc are also like implementing some like queer storylines into their shows i think like jamie johnson i think had one like they they are trying to sort of show queer people in life to younger audiences and just normalize it from the get-go and i think that's like the best way we can combat homophobia and transphobia is just sort of show that it is normal. Mm-hmm.
0: And I suppose on a sort of more local scale, um, within mm. Cardiff University, what resources are there for trans uh, LGBTQ people to go to or find help with? For a start, there's us, yeah,
2: LGBTQ plus wellbeing champions we'll be hanging around and we do various events like coffee lounges and space, which are all open for people to come along to and just talk to other people and have a nice time and meet other
1: LGBTQ plus people. You can get... Free coffee free biscuits so
0: oh, you yes. can't really just just yeah. use the resources milk milk the resources
1: honestly <laughs> but also, yes. also um the coffee lounges are now every Tuesday rather than every other Tuesday at two pm until three thirty pm mm-hmm. and Trans space is now happening both in person and online, so you can pick one that suits you or come to both
0: yeah, awesome, so hopefully if you're listening uh, we might. See you there in future um we hope you do come along maybe find help if you need it yeah. and um yeah use the resources that are available that'd be really awesome there's also TANGS,
2: which is the trans society and Sea pride which is the cardiff university lgbt keeper society so both of those will run various alcoholic and non-alcoholic socials during the year so if you follow their social medias you will sort of keep up to date with what's going on and there's something for everyone that's really cool
0: anyway thank you for talking to me today Elliot and Jamie Um, I hope to you listening that you got something out of this and you know a bit more about LGBTQ history month thank you for listening bye